Hello and welcome everyone once again. It's Paul and I. We're here for you and we're talking sports. I'm Jason. That's Paul. How's it going guys? Uh, Wisconsin is supposed to be 60 degrees tomorrow. So if you're listening in, listening in the state, enjoy your first taste of uh, spring weather tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk some sports though. Um, one basketball note: um, Bucks had a hard-fought 127-121 uh, victory in Utah. It was the first time they had won in Utah since 2001. So I I wasn't even gonna bring that up, but I saw that stat last night, and I was like, "Wow!" So, congratulations, Bucks. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, <laughs> twenty years is a long time, and I don't know how much that has to do with Giannis, but but uh, that yeah, I heard the same thing, and that's just a weird stat. I mean, they only play him what once a year in once, Utah. Once a year, yeah. But still, to not win a game over there in 20 years, they haven't been good for any for most of those 20 years. So it is a little strange. It is. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, baseball is back. Uh, they decided that they didn't want a shortened season. Uh, and... Few things came out of it. Uh, season starts April seventh, uh, so very quick uh, spring training, and then baseball is good for 162 games. A uh, few things that came out of it: you have the universal DH, and the Nationals actually signed. Uh, Nelson Cruz as their full-time DH, the first time uh, NL team has had to do that. So that's a change. Uh, owners get their they wanted 14 playoff teams, but 12, they get their 12. Still way too much for baseball, if you ask me. But mm. um, financials didn't really change much. Uh, the younger players are going to get a little bit bigger slice of the pie there's uh we're they're working on an international draft but a lot of the financials didn't really change much and so what that means is in five years when they have to negotiate again they basically just kick the can down the road mm. And so we will have baseball for five years and then we'll be in the same situation again in five years. So <laughs> not much more to say about it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I was a little surprised. No, I wouldn't say I'm a little surprised. I was surprised that they actually came up with a deal. Not that like, I get it. Rich people w- want to keep, making money you know that's obvious but it's just it makes sense like oh they figured something out oh okay that's weird that seemed quick and then you find out oh it's just so that they can renegotiate in five years like oh well yeah go figure right just yeah that's kind of baseball's thing like they 
they need to make some serious changes to the game, in my opinion, and not just my opinion, that just to keep it relevant. It's it's be it's less and less relevant every year. And what do they do? They're just like, yeah, you know, it's just the most baseball thing to do, the most MLB thing to do. Yeah, I mean, it really is. And the players got a, like I said, the players got a couple things out of the steal, but the owners still made out on top. They're going to make gobs of money off those two or four extra playoff games or more than that, really. Mm-hmm. No. Be f- on a, two extra games, I think. But regardless, uh, the owners made more money. The players didn't really get a bigger cut of it. And so we'll see in five years. We'll mm. be in the same situation. <laughs> and I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see where baseball, where like the uh, the pulse of baseball is in five years. In my opinion, they're gonna they're gonna be in some serious trouble. They're gonna make less and less money every year, but we'll see. Maybe they'll this will spark some kind of revitalization of the sport. I don't know. Oh, I I agree. Base <clears throat> baseball's back, but it does not mean that their issues are solved whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it is gonna be interesting in five years to see where baseball standing is i mean this was america's pastime for a hundred years and it's just being put in the dust by not being able to revitalize itself Mm. all right enough baseball talk yeah let's Um, get out let's get away from that so obviously the tournament the college basketball tournament the Greatest weekend of the sports here, in my opinion, is coming up this weekend. But football is still the king of sports, and it proved itself in a big way this last week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, the his he's finally signed his contract for a two-year extension. It's a five-year deal, but it's basically two years. I think the the actual extension he's he's on paper going to make 150 million over the next three years. There's two other years basically to push money down the road, from what it sounds like to me. But Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of the Packers next the next two seasons at the very least. No, I've mentioned my conflicting thoughts about it. Now that the deal is signed, I'm just I'm just happy that Aaron Rodgers is going to be in my life for two more years. I I, I really I'm a, you all that drama. I, uh, he's the best. He's our best chance to get back to a Super Bowl, and we can de- probably we have debated this whether he is good enough in the playoffs to get there. He's still our best chance to get to the Super Bowl. So, as a diehard homer, I'm happy about it. I'm still, I know the issues. I'm still. They got to get that Devontae Adams thing figured out like yesterday. Oh, 100%. I I mean, you think Aaron Rodgers comes back to the Packers without being assured that Devontae Adams is coming back? 
100 percent no so i mean if they can't they try you know they try to slap the tag on adams and they, it was like everybody and their brother knew that if they tried to slap him with the tag he was gonna be angry about it everybody knew this and then they do it and he's like i'm not gonna play on the tag well like duh he, he's, he, we're not talking about a 36-year-old Terrell Owens-type wide receiver. We're talking about a guy who's got five, six, seven years left on his career. Get that guy signed. Even if you're not using Rod, even if you lose Rodgers, you, you don't think a, a lesser caliber quarterback is going to benefit greatly from having somebody like Devontae Adams to throw to? Sign that guy. That guy was, in my opinion, was way more important to get re-signed than Aaron Rodgers. But, hey, what do I know? I tend to agree with you. <clears throat> I also know that the Packers know that Devontae is not going to play unless he has a new contract. <laughs> the reason they tagged him is so they could negotiate, continue to negotiate with them. I personally think he will have a new deal with the Packers within the next two to three weeks. It might take a little bit of haggling. I do think he is he is going to be under contract next oh, so you're, next season. You're thinking they just they tagged him just to buy themselves like a month or so to try to sign him before the season starts. 100%. Okay. 100%. That, that does make some sense. I, I don't know why you couldn't have taken care of this sooner, you know, why you need the month. I, but... I, I think I think until they knew that Rodgers was going to be back in the building, I'm sure they've been, I'm sure Devontae's agents and the Packers have been talking about this. I, I think until they knew that Rodgers was going to be back, didn't. I, th- I okay. Let me put it this way. I think it was a package deal. I think either they they were both back or they were both gone. Yeah. If that, if that makes sense, it does make sense. I I think. <sighs> yeah, and I guess now that I'm thinking more about it, you know, trying to get Adams without Rogers, it's not like they're like, well, we have this other guy to throw to you. They don't really they we've seen what they think of a jordan love by eric <laughs> you know so uh, yeah that's tough that's tough but you got to get them both done you get they got to get that Devonte adams deal done as soon no, as possible I, I i agree and i think i think it will happen i think it's just going to take up a little bit of time that being right. and that being said, they've got a lot of other signing to do. They got a lot, yeah. It's a dicey situation up at Lambeau. Yeah, they've definitely got some work to do. So, other news that basically dropped at the same time last week is Russell Wilson is now a Denver Bronco for the cost of. Two first-rounders, two second-rounders, one fifth-rounder, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and if you know the defense player that they got... Shelby Harris. Shelby Harris. According, huge, to, e, according to Ian Rappaport. Yes. 
a huge haul to give up for Russell Wilson. I I tend to think it's worth it. I think Denver was is a team that's got a lot of talent on it, a lot of young talent. They were a quarterback away. Obviously, they wanted Rodgers, and when they didn't get Rodgers, it's kind of funny how that uh, happened within uh, 30 minutes of each other. Isn't that kind of ironic? Yeah. Weird, huh? <laughs> Weird, like almost like uh, the like uh, Russell Wilson was the Broncos' silver medal to Aaron Rodgers' gold medal. It certainly seems that way, and so now Denver uh, gets loaded up to go against Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. And Derek Carr. And speaking of the Chargers, Khalil Mack uh, got traded to Chargers from the Bears. I don't know the exact terms if you do off the top of your head. Uh, Let's see. What did they get? Uh, Per Ian Rappaport, uh, they got Khalil Mack in exchange for a second round pick next year. Second round pick this year. And a six rounder next year. Okay. So not so, not much. No, not for not for a Khalil Mack type type player. But mm. um, yeah, I didn't mind to cut you off. I didn't know if you wanted to go back to Wilson or no, no, you're good. Those. Okay. Um, yeah. So... I, I would. I guess I would say about the Wilson thing. Uh, Noah Noah Fant being part of that trade raises an eyebrow for me because Noah Fant's kind of one of the guys that was a potential weapon i didn't you know not that the broncos don't have other guys to throw to their wideouts are dope but you know no offense a good tight end so i mean i don't know who they have behind him if they're any good but anyway i i I, I agree with that i think that was i mean that's the cost of getting a superstar uh, quarterback in this day and age though truth uh, so the a- AFC West is going to be absolutely loaded next mm-hmm. year. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yes, sir. Um, and then, speaking of the NFL being king, Tom Brady announces his retirement of 40 days was over during the Selection Sunday process. Maybe the most important day in college basketball calendar. Not surprised that he's coming back. I am a little bit miffed that he chose that timing to announce it. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but I know you are not surprised that he's coming back. I didn't think it was going to be after 40 days, but. Yeah, I thought that was a little like go spend a month with the kids and be like, all right, all right you know what? I can't retire. I got this. Yeah. Like it makes you wonder like what Giselle has to say about it. Cause I feel like I know what my wife would say if that were me. After 22 years in the NFL, be like, finally look, man, becoming a family again. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, but who knows, you know, maybe she's all about it. I, I, I don't really know. As far as him, like the the timing of it with the NBA, I mean, it's the NBA, man. There's 82 games. 
when it comes no, to no, those no, long I'm, seasons. I'm, I'm talking about during Selection Sunday for college basketball. Oh, 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 no kidding. I didn't even realize that. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> oh, what nuts on that guy, huh? Jeez. I mean, I guess he is Tom Brady. He can pretty much upstage anything he wants to. So, you know. He has the muscle, let him flex it, I guess. <laughs> I, I I just, I don't like the optics of it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know what know. you're saying. It, it, it's, uh, my my uh, instinct would also be to kind of be courteous of, of other sports time. <laughs> you know, I would almost think of it the other way. Like, well, why would I say anything now? It's Selection Sunday. Nobody's going to be paying attention. You know, you're going to have less people paying attention. You know, might as well do it on a slow day. That's the way I look at it. But But in the in the same sense, everyone is watching ESPN at Mm -hmm. five o'clock on Selection Sunday. Exactly. Makes the announcement at five thirty. Everyone's eyeballs are going to go to that red line. Yep. The bottom of the screen. That's true. So. So, yeah, we had some uh, very big uh, quarterback news the last week. Mm. You want to touch on Deshaun Watson? No, because he now. sucks. And I I mean, I know his cases were dropped and everything, but that doesn't mean he's not a piece of crap. I don't know. I don't know if he did those things or not. If I hope he didn't, and I hope. His name, he's exonerated. His name is cleared, and he go on, goes on to make millions of dollars and helps little kids with cancer all over the world. But <laughs> if that's not, if he's guilty of those things, like Jesus Christ, I hope I never hear his name ever again. You know, it's I don't know. There's other things in the NFL we could talk about, like Teddy Bridgewater got a job down in Miami, or uh, the the two quarter like the two nickels the browns gave up to go grab amari cooper you know they gave up a fifth and a sixth round pick or, no 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 that's... not even they gave up a fifth round pick and then swapped six rounders for amari I thought cooper it was, i thought it was they gave up a six and swapped fifth rounders i could be wrong yeah uh, the uh, according to the rapaport uh thing here on nfl.com it says they uh, they acquired amari cooper in a trade in exchange for a fifth round pick and swapping sixth rounders. That is nothing. No, that is, they got him for a, like, that's like putting $30 on a, on a car license, like putting, Oh, I paid $30 for this car when you just traded it, but you have to put something. That's what that is. It's just that technically we paid you for this kind of thing. That's ridiculous. Mari Cooper's, gotta be i mean he's gotta be one of the top 10 15 receivers in the league and they're giving hey, up he's at nothing. least top he's at least top 20 exactly yeah yeah you can't you ha- you can't even argue he's not top 20 and this no. is what they give up to grab him it's not like he's 40 man he's like 30 <laughs> he's yeah. got some years left like geez it just yeah, seems like nothing I didn't understand that when I saw that. I would think at least a third rounder at the very yeah, least. Yeah, and even that I would have been like, wow, that seems so seems cheap. I would think a second rounder like would be the 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 floor 
for what you would pay for a guy like that. But uh, they, I guess they the Cowboys sign... are good with Michael Gallup, and they don't think that much of Amari gonna... Cooper. <laughs> I was just going to say they had to pay Michael Gallup, so I, I'm, I'm sure it's a money thing, and they just needed the money, but yeah, that's Hell. that's a very small price to pay for uh, a very talented receiver. Uh, they could have. I mean, they franchised their tight end. Like they could have. They could have tagged Gallup. They could have done something. They didn't have to. They could have got more for Cooper. Come on. Like that's. Ugh, it's gross. Cowboys being the Cowboys. A mm-hmm. uh, couple other moves. Uh, Mitch Trubisky went to. Please uh, help me out here. Oh, the Steelers. Steelers, yeah, he's going to go, you. quote, compete with Mason Rudolph for that job. Oh, we'll man. see how hard he has to try to beat Mason Rudolph. That is a brutal quarterback composition. And then Carson Wentz goes to the Commanders. I'm still getting used to that name. Yeah. I still think, I still think they should have kept the WTF, but I digress. And so, yeah, quarterbacks uh, flying all over the place. Uh, a lot of you could talk football for the rest of this podcast with all the deals that are going down, but we'll uh, touch on that next week because we have to get to the big show. One more thing I wanted to mention football-wise, happy trails to Andrew Whitworth, the longtime Cincinnati author. Deciding to hang it up after uh, walking off on top. So, congratulations and go enjoy the rest of your life. Yeah, good for him, right? All right. So, Jason, do you want to do the introduction for the big show this week? Oh, that would be the NCAA. March Madness Selection Sunday Reaction Tuesday? Yes, sir. That would be the one. Let's uh, do it. I, I will say right from the top, this is the first time I'm actually looking at the bracket. <laughs> That's great. I know. I know. I know. So, I'm, I'm gonna so these will be true on. reactions. All right. Cool. Yes, they will. <laughs> so... I'm going to uh, be doing this on the fly. Um, I don't know if you want to get us started and I'll kind of riff in where. Um, well, where uh, go or it's should, should we mention the top uh, Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, Kansas and Baylor, Baylor. Yep. are the ones uh, Kentucky, Auburn, Villanova and Duke as twos. And then threes, we have Texas Tech, Tennessee, uh, Wisconsin and Purdue. Uh, you want to start us off wherever you want to start, Jason. Well, I'm going to start with these play-in games. Uh, well, actually, well, more specifically, I'm going to start with Indiana and Michigan. That's the one that's. This is the. There's always something that sticks out to me. Like most of the bracket, when they select them, like I'm like, okay, sure, you know, like oh, maybe I don't necessarily agree that they're three. Like Wisconsin seems high at a three, but I, I could see that they were strong most of the, you know, that kind of thing. The Michigan and Indiana thing 
is driving me insane. Michigan ended the year poorly and then went into the tournament and lost to Indiana. Indiana goes on a run, uh, loses to Purdue, I think. And then, or I uh, was it? I no, they beat Iowa, loses to Purdue, and they get the playing game, and Michigan gets the automatic bid or the at-large bid at the eleven, whereas Indiana has to play in at a twelve. That is nuts. That that oh, so they do this once, do this to me once every year, where something just seems so glaringly stupid and obvious that I just I don't know. I was wondering if Michigan was even going to make it in. I assume they'd get in as a play-in just based on being Michigan, Juwan Howard, and, you know, being in the Big Ten. But to give them the at-large bid and then make Indiana, who was so hot at the end of the year and into the tournament, make them do the play-in against Wyoming, who is not a bad team. You know, that's... Ugh. I mean, if Indiana can get past Wyoming, I think they could make the Sweet 16. But... I don't know if they can get past Wyoming. I had, I had uh, completely agree with you on uh, your first point there. I it makes no sense that they have to play in the planned tournament against a Wyoming team that I was going to take as an upset, regardless. Now that they're playing Indiana, I have to think about that for a second. But I I really like this Wyoming team. They are uh, very good, and they are going to be a danger to if they do get past Saint. Uh, whichever team Indiana, gets gets through that game, whichever team wins that game, probably makes a Sweet Sixteen. That's that's what I think. Well, they would have to play Saint Mary's and UCLA most likely. Mm -hmm. I could see it. I could see it for sure. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. So I am starting to look at my upsets here. Ooh, I like Vermont against Arkansas. A yeah. Lot. Yeah. I like that one. I don't know. Well, Arkansas is strong this year. They they did. Yeah, they did crap their pants a couple times this year, but in the SEC, you know, that another strong conference this year. The SEC was strong this mm -hmm. year for sure. I I I watched Vermont play a couple times this weekend, and I oh man, I'm taking that as one of my upsets. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take Loyal Chicago over Ohio State. Oh, I think that's uh, hmm. see. I saw that too, and I think that's like a trap upset. You just because you know because it, it, it's Loyola, it, Loyola, you know because it's Loyola, it you think they're going to get the is. upset. But Ohio State's a good team. I think they, I think they win that game. I, to me, that screams red flag. I, I tend to agree with you. I I love taking upsets. I don't really care how I do in my bracket. I just love <laughs> watching upsets, and I love predicting upsets. I like uh, Miami over USC as a, as a 10 over a 7. I like that one, too. See, 7-10 seven seven, and 8-9 games, I don't really consider those upsets. Like, they're, yeah, they're upsets, but that, that range of teams is... A lot of times at the same caliber. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I'm okay. You just went on your uh, Indiana argument. I'm going to have one on my own. Murray State is playing San Francisco. I like the, both those teams, and I cannot stand why. I don't understand why the NCAA does this. They won't match up good mid-major teams against bigger uh, conference teams. I hate when they do this. I hate when they have to play each other. Oh, my God. Oh, I do not like that at all. Oh, when they there's my rant for the they day. They pay when they pair up uh, mid majors against each other. Yes. Yeah. I cannot stand that. I, I it looks like they usually try to avoid that kind of thing because you don't yeah. see it that often. But I don't. I don't know. I think you know the the seeds should be the seeds. I think they get a little arbitrary with their seeding sometimes because you'll hear them talk like. Uh, oh, there's reasoning behind this and that. And it's like, oh, region goes into it and this, that, the other thing. And it's like, oh, so if there's too many teams from a certain region, one, you know, some of those teams might go down in rank or up in rank simply because of where they are. That's not healthy. Then they're creating upsets. You know, they're creating and kind of uh, waiting towards upsets or, you know, the opposite or just teams just rolling through a section of their of their bracket you know i I think it should be more strict personally yeah i i can see that argument i just i i love the one of the reasons i love this tournament the most is to see the little guy take down the big guy and i wish they would give I don't know if they're doing it on purpose, but it just seems like every year there's one or two matchups just drive me crazy because they're two really good made majors against each other, not getting a chance. All right. Um, well, Murray State was 30-2. and two, And I understand their, you know, say what you will about what conference they're in. You have to be pretty good to only lose two games over the course of a basketball season. I don't care Agreed. where you are. Should, like, I think they should probably be a five or six. Yeah, I, I, I mean, seven nine. seems super low. Okay. To give you an instance, why couldn't uh, Murray State play Miami and San Fran play USC? They're both seven tens. It is. I don't know. That, it, that just drives me a little nuts. <laughs> yeah, I guess I never really noticed that it doesn't bother me so much. Yes, but I, 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 just... I, as if if you're someone who's like always looking for that upset, I, I, I could see why that would kind of bother you though, because you want to okay. make more situations like that. Yeah. Um. All right. I've got. I've got Davison over Michigan State is one of my other upsets I'm going to take. I have winner of Rutgers Notre Dame beating Alabama more so because I think Notre Dame's going to win and I think they're a decent matchup against Alabama. Yeah, I agree with that. If I think if Notre Dame wins, they probably beat Alabama, but I don't know if Rutgers could beat Alabama. I, yeah, I, I agree with that. 
am very tempted to take Yale again. No, I'm not. Oh, what am, what am I kidding? <laughs> I'm going to take Virginia Tech over Texas, actually. Spitting out. Spitting out. All, ooh. I am going to take San Diego State uh, 13 to take, or South Dakota State 13 to take down Providence. Oh, geez. You're just picking all the upsets. I, again, I, I, this is, this is what makes this so fun for me. <laughs> and I need a five twelve. There aren't re- the only one I saw for the five twelves because I always look at those first was Wyoming or Indiana over St. Mary's. I, I, I think that's, that's the one I have. And I, I and St. Mary's but... is pretty good. Like it's not a gimme. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um. I'm not. I can't take Richmond just because of how hot Iowa is mm-hmm. right now. It, they look incredible. I mean, UAB over Houston would be the next closest, I think. But I can't see Houston yeah, losing that game, though. Oh, Houston did get boat raced at the end of the a boat raced out of the uh, tournament, though. I forget who they played, but they got whooped. Uh, Memphis, they were playing. Yeah, they, they got they yeah. got trucked by Memphis. But Memphis needed that win to get into the tournament. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm okay. I'm no, no, a... it wasn't Memphis. No, no, no. Well, because they beat Memphis. Oh, Houston won the uh, tournament. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. Then I don't know what I'm thinking of. My mistake. <laughs> Villanova's not going to lose. All right. No, um, there's no 2 five, 15 that even looks no. remotely. Uh, I'm going to take Colorado State over Michigan just because. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel good about it, but I can't. Michigan's, I mean, they didn't look that great at the end of the year, to be honest. No. Unless that week off, like, really did something for them. I'm going to take Iowa State over LSU, just because LSU doesn't have a coach right now. (laughs) And I think that kind of matters in this tournament. (laughs) Yeah. All right. San Fran, or uh, San Fran. Well, I'm taking Duke to win the whole thing, and I think everybody already knew that. Uh, don't you always take Duke to win the whole thing? Every year, and it's never a bad pick, except for that one year. Well, last year, they weren't in it. That was <laughs> I don't even remember All if right. I filled out a bracket last year. I didn't know what to Gonzaga. do. Gonzaga over Memphis. I'm going to take to Vermont to get in the Sweet 16 over... Mexico State. Oh, that's my other uh, five twelve. I'm taking New Mexico State over UConn. And Tech Duke. Taylor's going to beat North Carolina. Uh, I'm going to take UCLA in that one. Purdue will win. Kentucky will win. Auburn Miami. Uh, no, I gotta go Auburn. Wisconsin. 
I was going to be. Oh, well, yeah, you're going to pick Wisconsin to go way further than they probably will. I, I get him to the I got him to the Sweet 16. I don't know about how much. Farther yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because LSU, Iowa State, that's not tough. Shouldn't be. And they're playing in Milwaukee, so yeah, that shouldn't exactly. be a problem. But Auburn? Mm, I don't know. We'll 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 get there in a second. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Again, we're 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 doing this live, guys. So you're doing this least. live. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take Houston over Illinois. Tennessee will beat Colorado State. Well, uh, I got you for one upset. I can't I can't take you against Villanova. Sorry. All right. So I got Sweet Sixteen. I'm gonna take Vermont's. Uh, run is going to end. I'll take Duke over. Te- no, I'm going to spite you. I'm going to take Texas Tech over Duke. Oh, what? Come on. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I'm not. I'm going to take Duke. You they, have to. Gonna, yeah, they're not going to lose the Texas gonna lose Tech. They're not going to lose before the Elite Eight again or on his last turn. Although, I don't know, man. They've lost to UNC at home and Coach K's last game at home. Yes, this this did. team is capable of anything, including crap in the bed against Fullerton. <laughs> oh, man. I hope for your sake it doesn't happen. Uh, oh, me man. too, but... <laughs> We have seen it <laughs> Right. I'm going to take UCLA to upset Baylor. Interesting. Baylor's got a lot of size, dude. Yeah, they do. And that always but, does well in the tournament. Size. Their big man just got hurt, though. Their main oh, big man just got hurt. I did not. So, I was not aware of that. Uh, Kentucky, Purdue. I'll take Kentucky. I'm going to take Wisconsin just because I'm a homer. I'm going to take Iowa to knock off Kansas just because I love how Iowa's playing right now. I'm going to take Nova. I'm going to take Arizona. So Duke Gonzaga, I'm going to take Gonzaga. UCLA, Kentucky. I'm going to take Kentucky. Wisconsin, Iowa. I'm going to take Iowa. Arizona, Iowa State Nova. or Iowa? Iowa. Oh, 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 wow. You've got, okay. I didn't think you had Iowa getting past Kansas sometimes. Wow. I, I do. Interesting. I do. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So my final four is down to Zaga, Kentucky. I will take. Gonzaga, I will take Arizona, hmm. and my final pick, I do think it is Gonzaga's year, and my final score is going to be 75 to 70. Oh, there we go. That was my live picks for the tournament this year. So who is your final four? My final four is Gonzaga, uh, Kentucky, Arizona, and Iowa. Interesting. Iowa. Okay. Okay. 
Interesting. And you got Gonzaga winning the whole thing? I got Gonzaga over Arizona, 75 to 70. Wow. In a high-scoring affair. Yes, sir. And my picks are submitted. There it is. Oh, I, I know you're not going to go down your whole no. list, but you want to give <laughs> us your elite, your elite eight? Well, uh, I don't have my bracket in front of me, the one I filled out. So I don't remember my elite eight. But uh, I have Duke. I have uh, Indiana. I have... Indiana, yep. really? Yeah, I think, I mean, I said they, I think they could easily make the, the Sweet 16. I'm just going for it. You know, they, right. I really liked what I saw out of them. It, and some crazy team makes it every once in a while. And this is my crazy team, the play-in team. Right. I it's like it's it. my dice roll. It, see, when I do these things, I always have one bracket that I miss everything in. And then I have one bracket where I only miss like one game the whole first weekend. It's, I don't know. We'll see which bracket ends up being which. But yeah. Do you... I, de- I definitely fill out multiple brackets. Oh, brackets see, I don't. Fun. I don't. No, I'm talking about the uh, regions. Like, uh, like, oh, like okay. I'll nail the West and get like 15 out of 16 games on the or what is it? 12 games out of the first weekend, but then like yeah. the Midwest, I'll get them all wrong. Like I just, I'll lose my final four pick on the first day in one bracket. Like it's just, that seems, that seems to happen to me. <sighs> I remember when uh, I took Michigan state a few years ago and they mm. got knocked off as a two seed. Mm-hmm. I think that happened to me with Virginia, actually, too. I don't think I had them winning it. I think I had them in the championship game, though. And uh, they were the inglorious uh, losers of the first uh, one sixteen matchup. <laughs> I and remember the next that. Year, yeah. And then the next year, they win the tournament. So. Yep, go figure, right? Uh, I had, okay, so I had Duke, I have Indiana, I have uh, Illinois and I have Kansas because the one seed always makes it. There's always okay. a one seed in there. And Baylor, you know, I, it, Baylor's the one I probably should pick. And I, I feel like I know this. Like I've done this enough times where I can see this happening. <laughs> like Indiana's probably not the the low seed that's going to make a rip this year, but they're the one that I, I probably watched the most of. And then just, they were impressive. They impressed me greatly. So that's what I'm going for. Kind of like you with your Iowa thing. I think you're crazy for picking Iowa, but. Anything can happen. That's why we love this. That's why we love this tournament, Jason. Anything can happen. Mm Mm-hmm. And most likely, fifty percent of people's brackets are going to be torn to shred by uh, set or Friday afternoon. Oh yeah, <laughs> so it's a crapshoot, yep. and it's a lot of fun. So, uh, good luck to everyone with uh, their brackets this weekend. Enjoy the my favorite weekend of the entire year. Especially because my birthday is on Saturday. My birthday is always the weekend of Rich Madness. So it fits up. 
and went, uh, me, you, and a friend of ours went five years ago to Milwaukee to watch March Madness. Sure did. For the weekend, for my 30th birthday. It was so much fun. That was so much fun. Mm, yeah, it was a good time. All right. Um, anything to add before we sign off here? I do have a little message uh, for people out there. Uh, but anything to add before we sign off, Jason? No, that was it. We got the NFL rundown. We got the uh, we got your bracket filled out just in time. It sounds like we're set. All right. Um, yeah. So. As you're enjoying basketball this weekend, please keep the people of Ukraine in your thoughts and hearts as they live through this senseless tragedy. We're going to be watching basketball all weekend. The people of Ukraine are fighting for their lives and their democracy and their country, so please keep them in your thoughts this weekend as we're having fun watching basketball. Yep. Yeah, that's... It's tough to think about. Yeah, it is, but all right. Um, yeah, so we'll talk to you next week after this amazing thing we call opening weekend of March Madness. And good luck with your brackets, everyone out there. Yep, good luck, everybody. Have a good night. Good night, guys.